Hey everybody, this is going to be a reload of the previous episode because it included music from Spotify. The episode did not upload to other platforms and so I wanted to give everybody a chance to listen to this episode from wherever it is that they prefer to receive podcasts. So you can listen to it on Spotify, you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, on the Anchor app or any of the web pages um, and everywhere else that this pod uploads to. And so let's get into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Beauty Brains in a Big Mouth, the podcast. My name is Kim, and boy, do we have something interesting today. I have been, I've been really mulling this one over for a while. Um, this narrative is not new, but it seems to be almost snowballing, and I'm trying to understand So this is a segment or an episode where I'm really going to need some feedback. I'm I'm really going to need to try and understand because I I really am a little bit lost. I am, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I am quite honestly, I'm sad and I want to understand Um, what we're talking about today is this just overarching narrative of what men are finding wrong with women today, Um, what women are lacking and why men don't want them or the lengths that men are going to to find uh, this arbitrary idea of what he feels like he wants in a woman and all of these things that he gives as reasons why these uh, today's women, the modern woman, if you will, are just not up to standard. And it just, it blows my mind every time it is this, you know, this, what do they, they call it on YouTube, I guess, this red pill mentality, which what does that even mean? I don't understand. Um, I don't know if it's a generational thing. Dear Lord, I hope it's a generational thing because I, this, like I said, this narrative seems to be out there and it seems to just be getting stronger and stronger by the day, right? But I remember a time where I was not hearing these kinds of things. And it's just really concerning, Um, especially if you're out here in this world and you're single and you're, you know, and you want a relationship and, and ultimately you want a companion and a partner in this life. But if this is the dominant narrative, and like I said, I pray and hope that is generational because I, I mean, listen, I'm going to tell you, I'm having a hard time with this. Um, And so I'm just going to throw some things out there. These are things that I just keep hearing over and over and over and over um, everywhere across all socials. This just, it's like these buzzwords that are just on guys, you know, lips, you know, we're talking alpha male, 
we're talking submissive uh, wife or a woman that doesn't know how to be a wife. Um, Hyper independence can't be feminine. These are just some of the things that I just keep hearing over and over and over again. And and I need to tell you one thing, guys, you know, and I, I know people have said it, you know, multiple times already. Uh, but I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it a little bit louder for the guys in the back. Actual alpha males are not out here referring to themselves as alpha males. Let, let's sit with that one. Let, let's take that one in. Because if I'm out and about and I hear even the whisper of alpha come out of a guy's mouth, I'm running in the other direction. I am running in the other direction. So. There's this idea that, you know, uh, women can't be submissive and they don't know what it means to be a wife and she's too independent and she's hyper masculine and all of these things. And I'm trying to understand where this narrative is coming from uh, and why it seems to be such a huge thing for guys. Um, because really when I hear this kind of talk going on, you know, my mind goes straight to insecurity because for me, and I don't care if you're male, female, or anywhere in between. And for me, when you start using words like this, when you start throwing out all kinds of ideas, uh, that somehow are negative, about someone else and why it is that you don't want to be with them or you're looking for um you're looking for something else because this seems to be the dominant or these seem to be the dominant characteristics of women it just speaks to low confidence and insecurity um, because if you are confident in who you are and what you've got going on, then everything that she brings is just a compliment to you, right? You all should be able to be in this together and build together because you both are bringing some major strengths into this relationship and you both should be able to thrive together, right? This, you know, we're not trying to be combative. Nobody wants to get into a relationship to be combative or to have competition. So, you know, why are we looking at it like this? Um, you, you say that you, you want a wife. Do you know what a wife is? Like, we're just throwing around a lot of, of terms and words and characteristics but do we even know what that means? Can you spell that out for me? Like, you know, exactly what is it that you're looking for and what is it that she's lacking that makes her not a wife? So my question is, you know, why does her independence scare you? Is that's what it sounds like. It sounds like you're scared. So let's have a little bit of a history lesson on, on independence and, and, and women. All right. Because there are so many things that women weren't even allowed to do, you know, throughout the years over time. And I think that the growth and development of those things 
inform a lot of why we enjoy our independence so much. That's what it is. You're seeing women that are sitting in their truth and and enjoying what it is that they're able to do. Because for so long, there's been so much about just living everyday life that we haven't been able to do outside of a man. So can can we at least enjoy that? Can, can we have that? Um, and, and, and the sad thing about it is, is that these simple little things that men have always been able to do, we haven't even been able to do unless, you know, somebody made it a law, you know, let's talk about it. I mean, we, we didn't get the right to vote until 1920 and that had to be an amendment to our constitution. The very thing that our country is founded on. Okay. Let's sit in that. Think about that for a minute. We couldn't even get credit cards in our own name until 1974. 1974, people. A law had to be passed for that to be, uh, for that to go into effect. It took more than a hundred years for women to make up 50% of college students in the U.S. Just 50%. There have been roadblocks and things and barriers to just put up time and time again to stop women from participating in everyday life. And don't even get me started on reproductive rights because we're still fighting for that and agency over our own bodies. But heaven forbid somebody try and tell a man what he can and can't do with his body. So, you know, not only are we enjoying the little battles that we've won over the years, but we're still fighting the bigger war. We're still fighting for things that just come naturally to a man. We're still fighting for things that men don't even know what it's like to do without because it's a foregone conclusion that you can live your life and not be questioned in the, the activities that you partake in or the the things that you get to do just by virtue of being a man. So can we take a step back and think about all of the things that women can fully enjoy that we haven't always been able to do? Let, let's start there. So yeah, I'm going to enjoy my independence. Yeah, I'm going to be out here doing any and everything that I can and that I want because that hasn't always been the case. I believe that the highest compliment that she can give you is that she wants you. She doesn't need you. She's also feeding off your energy. You say that she can't be soft. She can't be submissive. She can't be feminine. Well, there's probably a reason for that. Game recognizes game. If she can't be feminine, maybe that's because you are putting off the things that are signals to her that she can't do this in this environment. She can't be this way with this person. The divine masculine invites and attracts the divine feminine. At the end of the day, instead of criticizing and scrutinizing women, take a step back and ask, why does this seem to be what I'm attracting? How can I be better and attract better? You want a wife, but do you know what it takes to be a husband? You want her to be soft and submissive, but can you lead? You want her to invest in you, but are you investing in her? 
And that concept right there just blows my mind because I just heard the other day, and I believe it was Steve Harvey talking about build a man, invest in him, and it makes it harder for him to leave. I mean, I almost choked just saying that just now. Because that is a narrative that you've heard constantly, but never have I ever heard build a woman and invest in her. I have never heard that. You sit here and you're so quick to spew all of these things about what you want and what you're looking for. But has anybody taken the time to ask her what she wants and what she's looking for? You want a submissive, soft, feminine wife. But what do we want? A partner, a champion, someone that delights in my success because he understands that it's our success. There needs to be a balance and equality. You can have your preferences by all means. You can decide what it is that you want, what you don't want, and you can proceed in trying to procure that. But what you don't get to do is use that to contribute to the overall narrative that today's women are lacking or subpar or not living up to some arbitrary standard that insecure men set to make them feel better about themselves. I think in this situation, Everyone needs to take a step back and think about who they are and what they're putting out there in this situation. Because if it seems to you that all you can find are these independent, I don't need a man, hyper-masculine women that don't understand what it means to be a quote-unquote wife, whatever your definition of wife is then I think you need to take a step back and you need to do some introspection and you need to be like, hmm, if this is all I can seem to find, if this is all that's around me, what am I putting out there? Because I guarantee you that there are plenty of women out there who can be feminine, who can be soft and who can be submissive, but at the same time, she can still be independent have her own, make her money, and take care of herself. At this stage in the game, guys, nobody's looking for, you know, you to be out here giving just 50%. Everybody needs to be contributing, you know. And also, too, I think, you know, you have to get together and you have to get on the same page because a lot of us out here are confused. You can't want that, you know, soft, submissive wife that's going to cook and clean and and take care of the home and take care of your kids, but then also go out there and work 40 hours and bring home a paycheck and do that too. Again, I say there needs to be a balance and an equality. You can't expect her to be the traditional woman when she's had to take on all of the roles that aren't necess- that don't necessitate that traditional view. You can't have it all. You have to meet her halfway. And again, I say there's nothing wrong with having your preferences, but you can't use that as a reason to sit here and tell all of the women that they're not good enough, to tell all the women that 
until you start doing A, B, and C, you're never going to get a man. You can't use that as a reason to tell women, this is why you're still single and this is why you'll never find a husband. It seems to be this narrative that that pits men and women against each other. It's not you versus me. We're in this together. At the end of the day, everybody wants the same thing. We're looking for the same thing. It's part of the human condition. We don't want to be alone and we want to be loved. That's it. But when you come in here and you place all of these stipulations on there for what you want and why she's not good enough, you're never going to find what you're actually looking for. You're never going to find somebody to love you, somebody to build with you. Not if that's how you're approaching the situation. And so I really would like to hear kind of just the other side of this, because again, I say all of these these characteristics that are being thrown out here and, and the way that this is being handled, it just sounds very insecure and it sounds very lacking you know, in confidence, because at the end of the day, I know who I am and I know what I'm about and that's how I lead, right? And I look for energy that matches that. I want a guy that's confident and secure in who he is and what he's about. And he can recognize that I am the same and that energy attracts each other. And then we're able to build together because I can't build with you if you're insecure. You can't build with me if I'm insecure, because there's always going to be things that are holding us back. Does that make sense? I hope it does, because moving forward with these ideas are just further drawing people away from each other. And that's not what we want. At the end of the day, nobody's saying that they can't be without the other. I think that all over time, men have been tired of hearing how, you know, Women don't need them and their dogs and this, that, and the third. And yes, it can be hard to continually hear this negative narrative about you, especially when that's not who you are. But think about what you are now doing to women. And you're putting out this negative narrative about today's women and using that as an excuse to tear them down and tell them that they're not good enough and that they'll never find a man to truly love them. And that's not right. We're all looking for the same thing and we can't get there if we don't get on the same page. So I hope that you all listening just take this in and sit with it and just try to understand maybe the other side of this narrative. And and think about if you are a man out there and these are some of the things that you are thinking about, some of the things that you believe. If if this is just, I don't know. I, you see, I, I've even lost my words. I'm so just dumbfounded by this whole conversation. But if these are, are things that are in your environment, I've, I invite you to take a step back and examine that. I invite you to take a step back and examine your role in this. And think about ways that you can focus on yourself, because I think that's what it is. It's about people that need to focus on themselves and 
understand what it means to invite somebody into a relationship with you and how you two can build together and have a healthy, happy relationship, which is what we all want. So please leave me some feedback on this episode and and let me know what, what am I getting right? What am I not understanding? You know, what, what can we all do to contribute to this narrative in a different way? As always, guys, I hope that it was beneficial. I hope that you enjoyed. Continue to listen. Continue to give me my give me some feedback. Please rate and rate and follow this podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast. And as always. As always, stay tuned. Bye, guys.